Hello everyone, welcome back to the Telecom Talk Show. My name is Tane Singh Thakur and joining us today is Mr. S.P. Kocher, the Director General of COAI. Sir, it's a pleasure to have you back. And uh, I would just like to start by asking you, uh, we are very close to 5G rollout and it's expected in October. So sir, what sort of challenges will Indians observe, uh, sorry, changes will Indians observe or see once the 5G is rolled out? Uh, that's a good question. Yes, 5G, we are at the cusp of rollout of 5G and uh, your timing appears to be correct that October is the month. Uh, uh, it will be a gradual rollout, obviously. It cannot be pan-India at the same time. And wherever it gets rolled out, people will start seeing uh, faster speeds, lower latencies, greater number of people getting aggregated onto 5G. And fortunately, it will be intercompatible with uh, 4G. So interworkable with 4G. So uh, yes, uh, they will see better speeds, those who subscribe to this, and they will see lower latencies. Uh, now, sir, the new draft telecom bill 2022 was announced by the DOT recently. And in it, it is mentioned that the government okays administrative allocation of the spectrum. What is your take on that? It has come out only last night. At 11 yeah. o'clock, it was released. So uh, we are studying it. Uh, all I can say, it is a timely intervention by the government to make the telegraph bill uh, in, in conformity with the current timings and do away with legacy. So to that extent, yes, uh, but what it contains and how uh, will be the uh, you know, effect on telecom sector is something that we will have to do a deep study before we can make any comment. But uh, overall, it's a welcome step. So, sir, uh, what's your personal take on uh, the, the enterprises being allowed to take the spectrum administratively? Because the telcos want the spectrum way to go with. But what about the enterprises getting it administratively? What's your take on that? So, the CIS take is uh, that our membership feels uh, uh, there should be no administrative allocation. Uh, it should be taken through auction routes because the spectrum is meant to get give similar type of services. So anybody who gives similar services, irrespective of what geography they uh, cover, they should uh, have to pay the same amount of money that uh, the telcos are paying or and be also subject to the same rules and regulations that the telcos are subject to. So one service, one framework. This is what we have been insisting. This continues to be a stance. Now, sir, uh, infrastructure is a challenge for 5G. And we know that infrastructure is not ready yet for a pan-India rollout. So obviously, the telcos will go with the 5G rollout in a gradual manner, uh, phase-wise. Now, sir, what sort of uh, infrastructure challenges do you see telcos will face when they go for a pan-India rollout? Yeah, the main thing is that India's fabrication of towers, it's 30, 30, 35%, none more than that. Uh, this was a critical thing even in 4G, but uh, with 5G, this will become more critical. And uh, therefore, the tower towers have to be fiberized. That is the biggest challenge. Uh, then, um, uh, fortunately, 5G supports multiple flavors to be rolled out in different frequency bands, giving different uh, uh, bandwidth speeds, carrying capacities. And uh, therefore, it will be flexible to the type of 
area and do the type of application which it will serve. Uh, but one common factor will remain, and that is uh, fiberization. That fiberization is a must. Second thing, uh, whether it is 5G or 4G, is the ROW challenge which government is trying to address along with industry. That challenge, um, though diminishing now, but it still remains. And of course, the financial challenge, you are aware that always remains because a huge amount of capex will have to be sunk into the rollout of 5G. And the last challenge that we feel is availability of equipment because certain sources uh, have dried up. And uh, if we have to go in for a fast rollout, we require equipment. And we require it at reasonable prices. Uh, that is something um, uh, which is taking a downtrend because uh, the main source uh, from where equipment was coming world over is no longer available. And therefore, uh, uh, other capacities will have to be ramped up. Make in India will have to uh, be ramped up. It will take time. It will catch up, certainly. But it will take time. So, sir, in the long scheme of things, do you think that was the right move to, uh, you know, remove the Chinese vendors from the market and just focus on the European market and uh, boost the made in India production for telecom equipment? So boost in American India is definitely a welcome step. No, no right thinking Indian will ever say anything against that. As far as the uh, uh, Chinese uh, uh, um, departure is concerned, now that is the government has to decide on security issues and various other issues which are beyond the purview of uh, the telecom industry. And if they have taken a decision, we are an Indian telecom industry and hence we will go along with whatever the government has taken a considered decision. Um, uh, security comes first, commerce comes later. Sir, talking more about the ROW rules that were announced this year, uh, are you satisfied with them overall? A lot of progress has been made, but uh, uh, now the question is that uh, this is just one step. Now state governments and the local administration, the local governments have to accept this. Okay. Uh, fortunately, now the, the the bill, the telegraph, new telegraph bill, is in the offing, and this will also give it a legal framework for them to accept or be penalized. Till now, it was only advisory from the government. Uh, uh, step has been taken in the right direction by giving it a legal framework. Uh, step has been taken in, in the new rules, which very clearly articulate uh, as to how things will work, ease of doing business, as well as uh, what are the charges that will be levied by any entity which is involved in this. This covered with uh, the provisions which I casually grasped though, in the in the uh, draft bill which has come out last night appears to be heading in the right direction. There will, be, of course, be a lot of more work to be done, a lot of bridges to be crossed, but the move is in the right direction, certainly. Sir, in the infrastructure side of things and, and taking the cost into account as well, apart from these two, are there any other challenges will the telcos, that telcos will face with rolling out 5G? Or these are the two main ones? No, they're the... See, telcos would like return on investment. Okay, and the investment is huge. That is why we were insisting that the government should reduce the uh, the cost of spectrum because in 5G, not only in India, world over, there don't seem to be any golden 
applications uh, uh, which will uh, bring in a lot of revenue not as of now not even in the countries which have rolled out 5g two years four years earlier so it will take time and uh, till that time uh, it will only be uh, you know cash outflow rather than inflow and to that extent this will be a very big challenge and we will have to go uh, very discreetly to areas where we find that there is scope of aggregating subscribers aggregating enterprises bringing them on board into the 5g cloud and uh, uh, then slowly ramping up revenues uh, so this challenge will remain second challenge is about uh, mindset in 5g uh the way we worked in 4g is no longer applicable in 4g we used to roll out networks and say these are the parameters which are available and the businesses can build their plans around those parameters in 5g the flexibility is so much that the businesses can actually dictate and enterprises can actually dictate to the telcos that uh, listen this is what we want these are our parameters and you provide this network and it will be possible to provide and that is where we are saying that the so called uh, private networks can actually be provided by the telcos themselves by slicing and edge computing so this is some, this is something which is yet to sink in and um, uh, till uh, till now most of us not all of us but most of us are wearing the 4g glasses and planning for 5g right so this will slowly change this is akin to when we change from 2g to 3g when we changed from feature phone to smartphone similar thing happened that time that time it was the, the catalyst was a phone now the catalyst are networks so the the how the networks uh, can be uh, manipulated for the benefit of the citizenry and for enterprise is something which will take time and hence the applications will take time and hence the revenues which accrue to to the telcos will also take time so one thing that will play a major role with the success of 5g overall in india is street furniture is the use of street furniture for deploying small sets so what's your take on that uh, we would like to know we must understand why street furniture is required the 5g uh, the the uh, distance between two sites is approximately 100 meters uh, at the frequencies at which we are going to operate possibly 3 3.3 3.6 gigahertz and therefore we don't require to go to 30 meter height right and these frequencies do not have the propagation does not permit the waves to travel too far hence the intersite distance has to be small and if the intersite distance is small and the power output required is lesser therefore the antenna height is also going to be lesser and hence uh, if we can use existing infrastructure then we will not be spoiling the 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 environment or spending too much of money in setting up huge towers for no sake hence we are saying that we must use electric poles we must use uh, boundary walls telephone poles things of that nature that will give us about 5 to 7 meters height which is adequate uh, for uh, interpol uh, distancing in 5g and hence uh, uh, for the number of towers which will come up in the same geography in the same area will be much more for 5g than for 4g the density of towers will be more therefore uh, the the utilization of existing street furniture 
is very important and and they need to come under some rules and regulation and which is the government and the industry are working together uh, to see that it happens sir can you please talk a little about what lies beyond 5g uh, i'm talking about 6g because there are some developments in that area as well yes you see when we changed from 4g to 5g it was a shift from one technology to another technology uh and the second analogy is when we went from 3g to 4g it was an upgradation right now from 5g to 6g will be an upgradation right it will be the same set of technology and hence uh, the use cases that come up for 5g will immensely help uh, in uh, in 6g but the adaptation of 6g will be much faster than than in 5g because it is the same technology and hence the mindsets and technology would have bedded in by the time 6g shows up india has realized this and uh, uh, our government has realized this and they've already started working on 6g and we are uh, uh, in advanced stage of uh, de- developing standards use cases various things there are about uh, eight or nine subcommittees which have been formed under a task force in dot which is looking at these aspects and we are at par with the best in the world as far as this is concerned hence uh, we expect that 6g uh, rollouts in india uh, india will be a leader in for the world and uh, uh, world over the estimate is that uh, we should see 6g uh, happening in about 10 years time not not earlier than that till that time we will uh, we will keep delving with 5g developing cases uh, getting used to it that sort of thing will continue happening so that will be all from my side sir thank you so much for your time uh, i wish you all the best thank you tane and best of luck to you also thank you